Libby, you're Korean, right? Mm-hmm. If some Americans come to Korea, what is one thing you think they should know about Korea? What do you want them to know about Korea? You need to speak Korean to come? What if they don't speak any Korean and they come here? What should they do? Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five quick facts about South Korea based on my own experience. Number one, if you're an introvert, it's the perfect place for you because nobody's going to talk to you as a foreigner. <laughs> nobody's going to talk to you first in most cases. Like me, for example, my friends wouldn't believe it, but I am an introvert. I classify myself as an introvert. And it's not even just about being a foreigner. Like in Korea, Koreans just don't talk to strangers other Koreans. Uh, so, you know, there's already that culture of just not talking to people that idea of small talk doesn't exist. But if you're a foreigner, it's like doubly so. Uh, not only do they not want to talk to you because you're a stranger, uh, they don't want to talk to you because you could be seen as a scary foreigner. That's been my experience. And so if you are a person who just does not want to talk to anybody, you want to get out your house, go do what you have to do, go back home and not have to worry about meeting or talking to anybody. It's <laughs> it's ideal. It's like one of the best places to be. With that being said, that brings up point number two, and that is if you're looking for friends, particularly long-term friends, it's really hard. Most Westerners come here are English teachers or university students, but predominantly English teachers. So when they come to South Korea, they're usually on a one-year contract. Most of them do one contract and they go home. So you have this constant influx and departure of English speakers like that you could be friends with. But because they're only here for a year, you know, it could be hard to, to develop a long-term relationship and really get to know somebody. In my personal experience, uh, when I first got here as an English teacher, believe it or not, I hit the ground running. You know, the first thing every English teacher wants to do is go eat some food. And you know, if you like the club scene, like a party, then you go out and party. And that's what I did. So many of the friends that I made in that first year were club friends. We just all went to the club together. The only thing we had in common is the fact that we drank on the weekends together. and. Uh, and it really spent a lot of time getting to know each other deeply. And then with that first year, it just flies by, man. And after the year, like me, I decided to stay for another year. In my case, I decided to go to grad school. But others just leave. And Facebook and you know other forms of social media, you can keep in touch and stuff. But the reality is, like most times, you're just not going to have an opportunity to have that relationship with them. So again, your, your whole relationship is built on drinking, dating culture. It's built on... Just kind of superficial stuff. Now, that's not to say you can't make friends. I mean, my best friends in the world actually live here in South Korea, but we met in grad school. And with the exception of two of them, the rest of them are still here. You know, a lot of English teachers that come here end up being very jaded after the third, fourth, and fifth year because they spend uh, all the time meeting new people. Uh, new teachers come in, you meet them. You kind of don't want to make a relationship anymore because it's like, why, what's the point? You're just gonna leave after you're anyway. So if you're coming here on a one-year contract or coming here for a language exchange program, unless you're just really good at keeping in touch with people, it's really hard to have a long-term uh, friendship unless you're really putting in the work. Third quick fact about South Korea is that it's very friendly here. Uh, I know it kind of said that nobody wants to talk to you because everybody's introverted and doesn't want to be bothered. But the reality is Koreans will go out of their way to make sure you're okay. Um, so a perfect example is if you're in the mall or the airport and you look lost, uh, somebody will stop and ask you to help if you need help, whatever. Now, of course, with COVID and all of the stuff that came along with it, that social distance has gotten bigger, that gap has widened, but still that, that general sense of helpfulness exists. And it's not just like employees or police officers that are gonna help you. Like 
especially young kids, like uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers, I've, <laughs> they will stop and, and, and help you because many of them speak English because they go to English schools, English speaking schools rather, uh, or they, they just have better English skills. And so it gives them an opportunity to practice their English and they just say, you need help. You look like a helpless animal, just kind of oh, help me around the city. So uh, yeah, take advantage of that. Like, don't be afraid to ask for directions. I would recommend asking a younger person, not, not a child, but like, somebody in their teens or 20s as opposed to like 50s and 60s just because of the language skill like the older people's english ability is spotty at best <laughs> most young people in their 20s and 30s can speak english at a conversational level um i don't know why people think korean people can't speak english it's more so that they're scared to speak english but the reality is most of them can speak english very very well so keep that in mind when you travel here, you can navigate large cities like Seoul and Busan with no issue. Signs are in English, people speak English. It's not hard to find a McDonald's if, that, <laughs> if all else fails and you need to get a bite to eat. They got McDonald's, they got Taco Bell, they got Subway, they got Starbucks, everything is here. So don't be afraid to come to South Korea. The fourth quick fact about South Korea is that it is clean, like not Japan clean, all right? Japan is on a whole nother level. That's an anomaly, <laughs> but Compared to a country like the United States, which is where I'm from, South Korea is so clean, man. Um, I mean, look, look at this. I mean, <laughs> look, look, look at this. <laughs> Not a spot of trash on the ground. I mean, the most common trash I see on the ground are cigarette butts and the occasional like cup of coffee or something, like Starbucks cup or something. Not even these days because you have to pay extra to get the Starbucks cup and then you get the refund when you bring the cup back to Starbucks. So. Even nowadays, like coffee cups are not easily seen. Plus, uh, in order to provide employment for the older generation, the Korean government um, uh, employs like people in their 60s and 70s to basically go out in the mornings and pick up trash. Uh, there have been some foreigners that have mentioned or complained that there's a lack of trash cans. And that's true, like there, there's no trash cans. And uh, this happened back in like 2012 or 13 when they basically got rid of trash cans like in the public areas uh, for reasons like terrorism and blah, 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 I don't know. But the point of the matter is it still remains that there's no trash cans around. So if you do have trash, it's best to hold on to it until you have a chance to throw it away. And the fifth quick fact about South Korea, um, everybody knows that South Korea is a small country and that delivery food is easily accessible. The apps are very effective and very efficient and they have scooters that drive around all the place delivering food. But I see posts on Reddit <laughs> regularly about people's DoorDash orders and Uber Eats orders not being delivered, half eaten. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on with DoorDash, but it, the thing has never happened to me before where somebody just ate my food in South Korea. I've ordered food regularly, like at least once or twice a week we order food. And we have never ever had the issue of somebody eating our food or the food not being delivered. Like it's very trustworthy. The, the ordering system. So if you ever fear that somebody's going to eat your order or spit in your food, well, I can't say that somebody won't spit in your food. Uh, <laughs> I just don't see it happening here. However, there are some instances where the food that was delivered wasn't up to my standards and my wife's standards. Uh, as a matter of fact, we ordered food last week and they had uh, fruit flies in one of the side dishes. Uh, that was a huge turnoff. So we won't be ordering from them again, but it hasn't turned us off to ordering food. You know what I'm saying? Like. The system here is just really fucking good. And because it's such a small, compact society, um, 
and these delivery systems are generally like outsourced. So you have a scooter company that basically operates as a delivery system for the restaurants. You can get your food fast, 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 like 10, 15 minutes. Those are five quick facts about South Korea and you should come here as quickly as possible because why not?